0: We're led down through the police station and emerge outside in the rear yard. Our bags and weapons are with us, primed and ready. Dave told me that he cleaned and oiled them with a gun cleaning kit he took from the rifle bag. The old riot van has been brought forward and is facing the metal gates. On the other side, there are many hundreds of undead staring in. I was looking for a reaction when we first came out, but they just keep groaning and pressing forward. The ones at the very front are pinned against the gates and their faces are warped as they are pushed onto the metal bars. The police personnel have already loaded the van with some equipment, riot shields and long batons. PC Tom Jenkins has found some old riot armour and a dark blue crash helmet with a plastic visor. He has leg and arm guards on in addition to the crash helmet. The plastic visor is pushed up away from his face, and I can see that he's sweating heavily. PC Terry Trixie and Jane Downton, the community support officer, keep looking over at him, tutting and shaking their heads. "'You look like a bloody idiot, Tom,' says Terry with a sneer. "'It's the correct PPE in times of civil unrest. "'You should have some on, too.' "'What's PPE?' I ask them. "'Personal protective equipment,' Terry answers, "'then looks at the massed undead. "'Will those gates hold them? "'That must be a hell of a weight pushing in.' They're built to withstand vehicle impact. They won't budge unless we want them to, Ted replies as he walks up to stand beside me, looking out at the gates. There's probably a few of our boys in there. I hope to God this lot don't recognise any of them. I look at the concerned expression on Ted's face. The old timer must have seen many things in his day. Even so, this must be shocking to him, but he doesn't show it. So... We get to one of the unmarked cars and lead them away from here, and that gives you a chance to get out. What are you going to do if we don't draw them all away? We can force our way through a few. Those vans are old, but they've been well maintained and still have plenty of power. It's a pity we can't thin them out a bit, though, I say to Dave as he joins us. Dave walks over to the police kit that is waiting to be placed in the van and picks up a long black baton. He walks over to the gates and runs the end of the baton along the bars. He examines the gates and the hinges, then takes the baton and starts pushing at the undead through the gaps. I walk over to join him, and despite what Ted said about the gates being very strong, I feel very nervous being this close. Bloody hell, they stink! I put my hand over my nose. The putrid stench of rotting meat is disgusting. I can't help but look at them. The injuries are festering in this heat, and their skin looks grey and ashen and is blackening around the bite marks. Hundreds of pairs of bloodshot eyes stare back at us, watching every move we make. Drool and saliva hang down from their slack mouths. The closest ones pull their lips back, readying for the bite. Dave is pushing at them with the baton, and I watch as he strains and pushes harder. Mate, they're jammed in there. He moves up and down, pressing against them at various stages. I look round and see an old-fashioned diesel fuel pump in one corner. We could burn a few of them. Dave looks at the fuel pump, then at the undead, and then back to the building. The station would probably go up too. Yeah, I guess. Any other ideas? He taps at the metal gates again and then looks over to Ted. Where's the generator? In that room. Why? Ted points to an open door across the yard. Have you got a maintenance room? In the same room, but again, why? Dave doesn't answer but walks off, tapping the baton against the side of his leg. He disappears into the doorway and Ted looks at me. Funny bugger, your mate, isn't he? Yeah, but bloody good to have around though. You kind of get used to him. Tom bloody Jenkins, stop putting shit into that van. Just pile it up and let me do the loading. Ted bellows out at Tom, much to the amusement of Stephen, the other community support officer. And you can stop bloody smirking, Stephen. Now the pair of you get in there and start bringing the food out. Stephen looks down, embarrassed, and Tom starts a smirk. Then they both begin walking back into the building as Ted shouts after them. And make sure that old Harry gets a wash... He ain't coming in this van if he stinks like one of them. Ted jerks a thumb at the undead behind.